the next generation of radio. It's the MyMac.com podcast. Podcasting from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry. It's Thursday, May 12th, 2005. I'm Chad Perry. I'm Tim Robertson. And this is the MyMac.com podcast. You know, we always say that, but it says it all in the intro. Yeah. I mean, it says my name, it says your name, it says the MyMac.com podcast, and then we come in and go, I'm Tim, I'm Chaden, we're the MyMac podcast. <laughs> I mean, uh, duh, Department of Redundancy Department, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. We it's, just, it's, it's, it's strange when you have to start from a blank slate. When it starts recording and you have to start talking. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like today, we have a set number of items that we want to talk about. Yep. But if, and, and even if you don't, either way, once it starts recording, how you initially start it, you know, it, that's, it, we do the radio type of thing because mm-hmm. that's our only point of reference. Yeah. And almost all the podcasts out there do the, exactly the same thing. They say who they are. Or they say, hey, how y'all doing? Or, hi, everybody. <laughs> you know? And hi, it, Dr. Nick. <laughs> it, it just seems so... I don't know. I don't like it. And, and I don't like the whole, hi, everybody. I so, mean, so you need to do something different from po- for podcasting then? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's just... It just don't. It, it's not a new thing that I'm thinking about. I thought about this in the past. Yeah. You know, uh, I listen to Adam Curry's uh, Daily Source Code occasionally, and his thing is, "Hey, everybody!" And I don't know. It just seems so. I, something just doesn't click right with that. Mm. It's not like he's really talking to me. Right. It. It's not like, oh, I feel important. He said hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and it's it's just so radio. It's so, hey everybody, we're at WWZZ, oh, and it's uh, 8 o'clock at night, and it's 51 degrees, you know. Right. It's just, it just comes across as phony, and I would like to come up with some kind of a, what we say when we start recording. I mean, obviously, if, if it's the first time anybody's heard our podcast, mm-hmm. they want to know which voice belongs to which person. Right. You know, so I guess we could say something like, and uh, I'm Tim, and I'm Chad, but see, but the guy in the beginning says that. Right. I guess I could say hi, Chad, but then it's like the audience is like, "Oh, they just got, they just sat down, they haven't seen each other all day, and that's the first time they've talked." <laughs> they you know, they know better than that. Right. I don't know. I'm just being silly. I know, but well, how about we just start with if you hear this voice, you're listening to Chad Perry, and if you hear this voice, well, I wouldn't be using that voice. If you hear this voice, I'm Tim. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> the only person that will probably excite is Beth, and <laughs> probably not. Okay. Well, we do have some topics to talk about. And mm-hmm. uh, number one, last week on the podcast, um, what are you doing? You're clicking stuff. I'm messing. Okay. Okay. Oh, you're set. Chad was actually clicking in GarageBand so we can see how much time has elapsed, which is cool. So we don't look up there and go, oh, I don't know how long it's been recording. <laughs> Good idea, Chad. Thank you. Last week we talked about your decision to buy a G5 to replace your DOA, dead on arrival at my house anyways, mm-hmm. G4. Yep. Um, you had it, but we didn't have it hooked up yet. You do have it hooked up. Everything seems to be running. How's the new G5? Fantastic. 
I'm telling you, this thing is just screaming fast. Well, you're coming from a, a one gigahertz to G4 a, to a dual two gig processor. I yeah. know. <laughs> well, you know, I've got a 1.8 gigahertz G5 first mm-hmm. generation. You've got the brand new dual processor two gigahertz G5. Mm-hmm. And I knew yours would be a little bit faster than what I'm used to at home. Uh-huh. But, wow, I think your machine just, it smokes. Yeah. I can't imagine what the dual 2.5s are like. Those, wow. Well, now dual 2.7s out, too. So. Yeah, it, I, I just can't imagine that kind of a speed. At one point, I would think, what do you need that much speed for? Well, mm-hmm. you do, especially with the new Tiger operating system. You really yeah. see a difference because it is 64-bit mm-hmm. optimized, so it's going to run a lot better on mm-hmm. a 64-bit chip, but... Um, so you are running G5, uh, 2.0 gigahertz, yep. and you are running Tiger. How do you like Tiger? I have liked it so far. I haven't had any problems, but then again, I'm starting from a base system with Tiger installed and really... Yeah, it was a clean install. It was a clean was, install, yeah. so... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm running Tiger on my machine as well, mm-hmm. and as I talked about last week, but more, mine was an update, upgrade, mm-hmm. and I've, I think I started my system at 10.2 and now I'm at 10.4, and I've never erased this hard drive and done mm. a clean install, and it seems very stable to me. Yeah. It's definitely faster. I have noticed a speed increase over last week. Mm-hmm. When you asked me on the last podcast, did you notice a big speed increase? And I was like, eh, I did notice one now. The more I use it, it seems a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Spotlight. That saved me a lot of time. Oh, it was it was very nice, especially... Uh, given the fact that we transferred all that data from my old Mac into this one, and of course, you know, the biggest question for my wife is where are all my files, where are all my pictures, where is this, where is that? And so I just said, look on Spotlight, type in what you're looking for, and it should be able to find it for you. And sure enough, it just shoots it up, and, you know, it'll bring up a dozen things with that description in there. If I type in something that relates to a picture, it'll have all the pictures that relate to that, plus all the all the text and all the documents that relate to that topic are just amazing. I know a lot of people are using Spotlight to actually, instead of throwing 50 icons into their dock, they're using Spotlight to quickly go to the applications that they need. Mm. Um, I think that's a pretty good idea. That is a good idea. I do like the preview function of Spotlight as well, where you can click the little get yeah. information. If it's a MP3 file, you can actually play it right there within the Spotlight interface. A quick time movie, it'll show you the movie right there. Mm-hmm. This is I think it's I I can see a little bit that Apple will probably do in the future and I can see some maybe third party plugins to make it more even more useful. But mm-hmm. I think it's really the technology of not just now but of the future as well. Right. So it's pretty amazing. Now I haven't had a chance to mess with Automator or really well, a little bit with dashboard, but I haven't really done anything else with 10.4, but part of it's the weather's been so nice here the last few days. Yeah. Until today, it's just I haven't felt like sitting down in front of a computer, which, no. is, which sounds stupid to have a brand new, spanking new computer with all the bells and whistles you ever wanted, and then let it sit there for the weekend. Well, while but you ran a- anybody outside, who but. lives in a cold climate, wintertime state like we do, or or world, yep, uh, anywhere in the world where you have the four seasons, mm-hmm. um, not like people in Southern California who. You know they don't have a season. A season really. Yeah. It's it's just hot and hotter, mm-hmm. um, or I should say warm and warmer, not mm-hmm. hot necessarily. But here in Michigan, you know, it gets down to forty degrees, uh, negative forty degrees in the mm-hmm. in the winter, and you don't really go out too much then. So you yeah. get a lot more stuff done on the computer. 
And then once it turns nice for us, we're all just like cabin fever maniacs. Hey, I can go outside. <laughs> Pasty face mag voice coming up from the basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wrote an article last, well, I think it was a blog actually, last week about uh, does entourage have uh, attention deficit disorder? Yeah. And um, it was basically because I get a lot of spam. And the reason for that is I've had the publisher at MyMac.com email address for eight, nine, ten years. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's been forever. Uh, well, it hasn't been ten years because I didn't have it when we originally started. But once we got our own domain up on the Internet, that's when I took that email address, and I've had mm-hmm. it ever since. So I get a lot of spam. Mm-hmm. And it, for a long time, a couple of years, Entourage was pretty good at catching it, and I've always had it set to high protection. Mm-hmm. So it would populate my junk email filter quite mm-hmm. often with a lot, but not so much in my inbox. Over the past six months or so, I've noticed a a huge increase on in how much spam Entourage was not catching. I mean, and, and it's those stupid Viagra and refinancing, mm-hmm. and you would think that if I clicked it and told Entourage, this is junk, an hour later when the identical email comes through... It should put it in the junk it should, file. It should catch that. It should, oh, yeah. this is junk, so I'm not going to... Mm-hmm. No. And it's it was just getting to the point where I was just getting fed up with it. So I switched over to mail. And uh, it was real easy to import all my email from Entourage into mail. It took a long time, even on a G5. But, you know, I had yeah. a lot of email in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I do have it up and running right now. And uh, so far, I'm not too impressed with mail. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a little... There's not enough advanced features for a power user. I think it's probably a really good choice as an email program for an average user but for a power email user i just don't see the features there and it it just seems a little (laughs) clunky and 1997-ish if that makes Mm. sense no no that makes that makes sense because i actually contemplating starting out with mail on on this one but then you know my wife was used to using entourage i was used to using entourage and I like some of the features in Entourage as well, so I just said, "Well, we're just going to stick with Entourage." And yeah. I talked to her, I talked to her about maybe changing mine to mail or changing hers to mail too. And then after I read your follow up article, I was like, "Yeah, eh, maybe not." I, I think what's going to happen is I'm going to stick with or, uh, with Apple's Mail program mm-hmm. for at least another week to see if it grows on me. I want to give it you know a fair opportunity mm-hmm. to impress me. If it doesn't. I'm just going to switch back to Entourage. I mean, it's not like there's anything wrong with it. I didn't delete all the email out of there. So mm-hmm. the only difference is all the email that I've got since I started using mail won't be an Entourage, so I have to import it in there. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. However, um, I'm going to give it a week and see how it goes. I- I'll give you a prime example, and maybe there's an easy way of doing this, but I just haven't found it in mail yet. And honestly, I've spent no more than 10 minutes even looking but when I get an email with a submission from one of the writers, and it's something mm-hmm. that we're going to need to post in a couple of days, not right then, mm-hmm. I don't save that attached file, usually a Word document. Mm-hmm. I don't save it to my desktop. I keep it in the email message, and I just mark that email mark as unread. Mm-hmm. So it's nice and bold. That way, when I scan my, my older emails, I can see, oh, I still have the, the uh, article from... Beth Lock that I need to, yeah. you know, post. And I just go down to the oldest, and that's what I'm going to put up that night. I can't find out a way to mark an email in mail as unread. Mm. And that's just, it's just stupid to me. 
It just doesn't make any sense. No, and I agree, because I've used it too. I've used it at work with, we use Outlook at work, of course, because it's a Microsoft-based platform that I work off of, but um, I've used that several times to ensure that I do follow-ups on an email. Yeah, you mark it unread, and that way you know for a fact yep. your, your eye's going to go to it. I've also noticed that in Entourage, if it's unread, it's really distinct bold. Mm-hmm. Yep. In Mail, it's not so distinct. I mean, you really have to look to see an, uh, the, which one is bold and unread. Mm-hmm. I know you can change color so it would be blue or red. I don't want to do that. I just want it to be bold. So, I, so far... And I'm, I'll probably get some email heat on this. But so far, not impressed at all with Apple's mail app at all. And I'm seriously probably going to go back to Entourage. And I don't want to say um, it's necessarily a better program. I think it is for a power user, but not necessarily for everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, I did want to talk a little bit about some new articles that are up mm-hmm. there. Specifically, uh, Neil Monk's articles on... Older Max. I yeah. enjoyed his, his 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 article on the. Uh, Neil's a great writer to begin, yeah. and that's one of the reasons that I originally approached him to write his buying used mm-hmm. Max book that we're selling at MyMag.com for five bucks. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, the the eBooks haven't sold as well as we had hoped. Right. And I think one of the reasons for that, um, and Neil actually brought this to my attention before anybody else, is that nobody is used to going to MyMac.com to buy ebooks, And that's probably very true. Mm-hmm. And his idea is, what if we had some articles that tie into the ebooks that we're currently selling? And since his was buying used Macs, he's doing some articles on older Macs. Right. And uh, did you read both of them so far then? I did not read the Power Book, but I did read the Mac SE, and I really enjoyed it, just because I remember those That was a Macs great machine. College. Oh, yeah. Yep. And uh, he so like Chad said, he's he wrote a article also on the PowerBook 3400, which I remember when that machine came out, I just lusted after it, <laughs> big time. I wanted a, a 3400 more than anything, and uh, and a lot of people still lust after the old SEs because you can use those to turn them into the Mac aquariums. They just look cool on a shelf, though. Mm-hmm. You know, um, speaking of uh, classic Macs. Uh, again, go to mymac.com, click the link that says ebooks. We don't have a, a banner ad for it up there right now. We have to update it, and uh, we've taken that down at the for the time being. Mm-hmm. But uh, go look at ebooks or mymac.com slash ebooks and uh, check out either Buying Used Macs or iMovie on the Cheap. Both books are five bucks each, either PayPal, credit card, doesn't matter. Yep. And you can download a sample chapter of each in PDF format. And speaking of selling, did you see our new little square ad there on the site? Yeah. What are we selling? Yeah, well, uh, we are selling MyMac.com and MyMacPodcast.com. Well, it's not MyMac.com. It's MyMac.com, our podcast. Yeah. The logos. And you can get it on a t-shirt. You can get it on a coffee mug. You can get a mouse pad. Uh, a handbag that you can carry your goodies around Macworld in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has the MyMac.com logo. We'll probably have some other, not necessarily logos, but designs for T-shirts as well. And uh, they're reasonably priced. And all the money that we generate from sales of our shirts and the other merchandise is going to go directly into MyMac.com to support the site. Yeah. We're not we're not going broke or anything, but... Um, but nice know. to have a little operating capital, yeah. cash flow, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we got a couple uh, 
things we need to take care of. We want to jump into our sponsors ad, uh, smalldog.com. We also want to listen to the new... Not Map News with Chris Siebel. Woohoo! And we got a promo to play, so stay tuned for one second. Most websites are only there for you to buy something. Buy, buy, save, buy! Save, save. At smalldog.com, well, they're happy if you buy something, but that's just half the story. Take a walk around smalldog.com and you'll find the inside scoop on Mac products and lots of helpful how-tos for beginners and experts alike. Digital photography and graphic design, music and sound, small business and more. From iTunes to inkjets, Apple to Ziff. Smalldog.com, so you can love your Mac more. High technology at low prices. Smalldog.com. And now, Not Mac News with Chris Siebel. The Mac community was astonished this week when it was discovered that the dashboard feature of OS 10.4 could be maliciously exploited. Programmers discovered a bug that allows unscrupulous websites to download widgets that automatically install themselves in dashboard. Developers warned that this trick could be used to add pornographic images to your computer without your control. Sales of Tiger skyrocketed on the news when men discovered that they would now have an excuse for looking at porn. In related news, Chad Perry's G4 is officially dead. The computer, which Chad cleverly named Chad's computer, has been replaced by a dual 2 GHz G5 tower for those late night trips around the internet. In a show of respect, Chad named the new machine Chad's computer. Not Mac News, the internet's number one Source of pure shy knowledge. I'm Chris Seymour. And that Not Mac News brought to you by Chad's Computer. <laughs> As we're recording on Chad's Computer, thanks to smalldog.com once again for uh, generously being our sponsor for this podcast. And Chris Siebel for the Not Mac News. Absolutely. Just wouldn't be a MyMac.com podcast without Not Mac News. Not anymore. Not anymore. It's it's That was the number 10, believe it or not. That was the 10th Not Mac News Chris has done. One of these days I'm going to put them all into one long show and just put it out there for people to download. Yeah. Uh, do you remember last week one of the winners of the Bob Levitas uh, Mac OS X Tiger for Dummies book, mm-hmm. Jason Hansen. Yeah, the uh, Tiger for Dummies winner that wasn't an actual Lions player. Yeah, he had the same name as uh, yeah. the kicker. Yeah. Check check this out. Hey, Tim, Chad, and the MyMac.com listeners. This is Jason Hansen. And no, Tim, I hate to disappoint you, but I am not the kicker for the Detroit Lions. I'm here to tell you about my podcast, though, The Glitch. The Glitch is where you can get tech news and game reviews. The Glitch is a different type of podcast a different type of gaming podcast. With The Glitch, I actually take you inside the game as I play it, and I give you my review so you can actually hear the sights and sounds of the game. So please come on over to www.warpedoffs.com, or you can subscribe to my podcast feed at feeds.feedburner.com forward slash The Glitch. And I just want to thank Tim and Chad for producing a great podcast. Did he say for producing a great podcast? Well, uh- He's just, you know, giving I, us a compliment. I don't, I don't think he's really listened to a show. Well, maybe he's just caught not Mac News. 
But if you want to check out Jason's uh, podcast, you can reach him at www.warpedthoughts.com. Warped Thoughts. I like the idea that of what his podcast is doing, that he's going to talk about video games, and he's going to record his podcast while he's playing the game. So you mm-hmm. can hear the video game in the background and mm-hmm. the cool explosions. and yep. I think that's a pretty cool idea. That is a good idea. I think you, you have to be a little careful with some games like uh, San Andreas. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but... Um, then again, it's, it is podcasting. It's not FCC controlled, but yeah, but you got you got to know who your demographics is. Absolutely, I think yeah. that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we we should do it right now. I'm going to actually use Photoshop right now. You ready, everybody? Ready. This is this is the sound of Photoshop. I guess the mouse clip sound really doesn't wow. work as well, does it? That no. was using Photoshop. So. That that's our audio <laughs> review of actually using Photoshop. I guess it doesn't work as well as it no. Would it would definitely games. not be as cool as Jason's. I'm sure Jay. I haven't listened to, and I feel sorry, mm-hmm. bad for saying this because he listens to ours, and I didn't listen to his yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you why in a second, though. Um, I think it sounds like a really cool idea for a podcast, and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to checking it out over this weekend. The reason I haven't had the chance to listen to it yet, um, and this kind of goes back to what you were saying that we couldn't wait to get outside mm-hmm. and. And one of the reasons I haven't delved really deeply into Tiger is, and we spoke about this a little bit last week, is that I am redoing, rewriting um, Mac or iBook, iTel, no, iPod, iPod, iPod plus iTunes Starter Kit for Q Publishing, Mm -hmm. which is a book that I co-wrote last year. They're going to come out with a new edition, and obviously um, I have to work on that. Yeah. But I only have until the beginning of June to get it done with. And so that's kind of taken sure. the majority of my computer time right now. Um, in fact, I'm really not even writing anything for MyMac.com except for an occasional blog. I just don't mm-hmm. have the time to do much of anything else. Yeah. I, I will say, though, I am in preliminary discussions with another writer who's pretty well known to us mm-hmm. about another book. Really? And we are in discussions with Q Publishing to get this book out and... Uh, while I'm enjoying writing the book that I'm doing right now, I'm really looking forward to this next project mm-hmm. and working with this other writer. So hopefully mm-hmm. I'll be able to give you guys some more information on that project probably in June. Yeah. Uh, what you got there, Chad? Uh, I have got uh, a little uh, commentary, or not even commentary, but uh, did you see the article by Robert uh, Chingley? Kringley? Or Kringley. I keep saying Chingley. It's Kringley. Chingley. It's Kringley. He writes for uh, PBS.org. Actually, I've met him. Have you? Yeah, when we were at the 2000 um, Macworld San Francisco show, mm-hmm. there was a whole bunch of Mac writers that got together. I believe we were sponsored by Macro... No, who was that now? I can't remember. Somebody sponsored us. Even made t-shirts and everything. MetroWorks mm-hmm. sponsored us. Uh, it was people like uh, John Martellaro, John Farr, mm-hmm. Ronnie O'Lane, Roger Bourne, Beth Locke. Um, just a whole bunch of really good, at the time, I think, the best Mac web writers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all had this big party. Sean King was uh, the guy who got up and, and mm-hmm. spoke. Not yeah, Sean King was the MC. let me put it that way. Uh-huh. And because uh, Kringley really was in the tech industry from the very beginning in Silicon Valley, 
he knew all the big names, the Bill Gates, the Steve Wozniak, the Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. He knew these people way before they became multi-billionaires, super playboys of the tech industry. Yeah. And he worked for uh, quite a few of these companies or covered them or what have you. So he has some just fantastic stories to tell. And, mm. and he's a very, very engaging person to listen to. And he was the person that did um, Revenge of the Nerds, the, the PBS show. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it Revenge of the Nerds? That doesn't sound right. I have to look it up on PBS later. But um, whatever it was, I think it was Revenge of the Nerds. No, that was the movie, wasn't it? That was it? the movie. Mm. Boy, I can't think of what the show that he did now. And, and I know the one you're talking about, but I can't remember the yeah, title. I know it has nerds in it, but... Yeah. So anyways, uh, that's who he is, Robert Kringley. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said you read that article on PBS. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a follow-up article to one he wrote back in January about, is the iPod uh, the razor or the blade? Right. And and in, the, in this, the original article in January, just to give you a brief synopsis, he looked at the iPod and iTunes and compared it to what King Gillette did with the Gillette razor, where he basically, you know, would sell you a cheap razor, but then you'd have to keep using the disposable blades because of the way the razors were made. And his argument is that iTunes is the same thing for the iPod. The iPod's kind of the razor, and iTunes is the blade. Now, he had some counterpoint in that article from some other people who said, no, it's the other way around. iTunes is the razor. The iPod is the blade. But... Regardless, what he was talking about is, you know, is one being used to drive market sh- to increase market share and drive sales for the other. Well, I, I, it's a it's a great concept to think about, and and I don't know. Yeah, I will say though that I do believe as the cost of iPods drops mm-hmm. and Apple's profitability in making iPods diminishes. I think it's going to come to a time where they're going to license out the iPod to other manufacturers that Apple will get a cut of, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Apple will concentrate on the iTunes Music Store. What's more profitable, selling TVs or the cable companies that provide content for those TVs? Right. And I think eventually, once the the coolness of the iPod starts to diminish. And it will. A lot Mm -hmm. of people don't want to admit that, especially the hardcore Apple people. The the chick factor of C-H-I-C, of the iPod, Mm -hmm. is going to go down eventually, just like Mm -hmm. it did for the Walkman, just anything like that, Mm -hmm. eventually becomes not so trendy anymore. The white earbuds are not going to be the status symbol as they are right now in just a few years. And when that happens... And people aren't willing to spend 250 bucks for an iPod. Mm-hmm. That's when Apple will probably license that technology, let mm-hmm. somebody else make it, and make money, mm-hmm. and they will continue to concentrate on selling the content for that iPod. Mm-hmm. And at that point, they'll probably look at expanding which devices they will support. So you can have an iRiver mm-hmm. or a Microsoft type of um, portable music player that right. Apple will sell music that you can play on those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or Apple's going to transition into a video type of player and license out the current type of iPod to other manufacturers. That's what I see. But mm-hmm. what do I know? I don't. Well, some of the commentary he had in his article said the same thing about uh, you know the uh, the Mac Mini. I mean, is this essentially basically a digital hub which could be used for a music subscription or a, a video subscription service through iTunes or through Apple? Absolutely. And you know, HP is already 
um, selling iPods. Um, they just got the iPod Mini and the Photo iPod Photos mm-hmm. to sell. How long before HP starts selling Shuffles as well? Yeah. And if they're going to license it out to HP to sell those, I really do see Apple becoming more of a Microsoft as far as licensing certain technologies, and I think the iPod's going to be one of them. Yeah, I, I think the content, not necessarily the content creation, but the content distribution is going to be Apple's main thing. You know, hmm. um, One of the things that Chad and I, as we, we come up towards the end of our show today, one of the things that we wanted to talk to you and ask our readers about our readers, see, our I'm, listeners, our listeners. See, I'm, I'm, I've been a writing a writer, author, publishing that sort for so long that I think of people as readers. Mm-hmm. I don't think of them as listeners. So that's still kind of something I need to get used to. Yep. But what we were wondering from our listeners was, what do you want to see for our next MacMod? Yeah, we've batted around a couple ideas and really haven't been able to come up with anything that we think is. Challenging, creative enough, impressive enough. I, you know, if if uh, <clears throat> excuse me, if, if you want to understand what we're talking about, maybe some of you haven't seen MacMod yet. Basically, what MacMod was was a QuickTime distributed video program. Came in four episodes, and it basically showed how Chad and I over a, a month and a half month and a half period yep. took an Atari twenty six hundred. Um, and turned it into a Macintosh. And the way we did that is we had an iBook that was given to us from our sponsor for the video, TechServe.com, and we basically destroyed this poor PowerBook and stuffed all the guts into the Atari 2600. But the funny thing was, when we were all done, said and done, it worked. Yep. In fact, if you click the button, the power button on the Atari, it actually booted up the Macintosh. So mm-hmm. it was very, very cool. Uh, we had a good time doing it. But <laughs> we had an idea for a return engagement. In fact, we already have the equipment to do it. And TechServe is once again going to be our sponsor. The sponsor. Yeah. So far, they've sent us an I, uh, a Mac Mini and a 17-inch flat panel monitor mm-hmm. and a few little odds and ends. Um, but those are the two main things that we want you listeners to think about. What could we use those two things for to build? We need something to make into a Macintosh. We need a, a mod, if you will. Yep. Um, do you think we ought to tell them what our original idea was, that we were thinking about abandoning? Uh, not yet. No? I okay. want to see what they come up with. Yeah. So if, if you if you have an idea of what would really be cool for Chad and I to build, you know, oh, it would be cool if they did this or if they did that, um, let us know because we really, <laughs> we have a couple ideas. We both feel that they're kind of uninspired ideas, and we're looking for inspiration. Yep. So, uh, if you have an idea of a really cool Mac mod, please let us know. As such, uh, anybody who sends us an idea, if you want, I'll also give you a uh, invite to Gmail, so you can get a Gmail email account. Yep. Um, that doesn't cost me anything. In fact, you know, even if you don't have an idea and you want a Gmail account. Uh, Go ahead and email Tim. Yep. Well, send send the email to mymacpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, one idea I know a lot of people are probably going to suggest is taking the mini and the monitor and put it in some kind of a car. I, while I like that idea, mm-hmm. let me dissuade people from sending making that suggestion because 
neither Chad nor I are rich, nor do we have an extra car laying around <laughs> that we can do that. Don't get me wrong, if there's somebody at Ford listening to this and you want to be a co-sponsor with TechServe... And donate like a new 2005 Mustang. Mustang, which is a sweet looking car, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> sweet looking. If you want to donate one, we'd be happy to make it into a, a, a rolling Mac Mini. But... Please don't make that suggestion unless you have a car to donate because we just <laughs> we and don't I'm have not a gonna, car to spare. No, and I'm not going to tear up my car to do it. And I, I don't think your no. wife would allow us to use your brand new truck. No. So. Again, send your ideas. Even if it's pretty outlandish, you think there's no way anybody would ever do this. Let us know. It might be it might be the winning idea that will that mm-hmm. will do. Um, send it over to uh, mymacpodcast at gmail.com. You can send that as a regular email. Or you can record yourself telling about the uh, idea in an MP3 file and send that as well. Yep. We're coming up on the end of our podcast. Uh, this has been a fun one. Yeah, it's been a good one. Uh, again, uh, go to MyMac.com. Check out all the latest happenings on our website. You're going to see some uh, pretty cool content. And, uh, yep. Make sure you uh, contribute to the uh, article discussions. Yeah, don't be afraid to jump in on one of those threads. And uh, not, you know, I see how many people listen to the show according to our stats. Not enough people email us, so send us an email. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks a lot.